You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? Coach Ben here. Thank you for tuning in to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to our website, bigbenches.com, and check out the Better Benching Academy. This is the ultimate resource that we've compiled in one place that is going to help you exponentially increase your bench press in a big, big way. I'm talking all kinds of tips and tricks, technique videos, programming knowledge, program templates to run through, and we have a fantastic community of lifters. So I would love for you to join us inside there. That is the ultimate resource, again, to increase your bench press, the Better Benching Academy. On to today's episode, I'm going to go over my last meet. As kind of is tradition, I like to recap uh, previous meet training cycles, um, have meet recaps, and uh, as we last ended off, I was talking a little bit about what happened down at the Baddest Ventures meet at the uh, beginning of March. Now, uh, or I guess this was the end of March, but um, regardless, it was a tough meet for me personally. Uh, it was a great meet for our team, as I mentioned. Our team did fantastic. Uh, we had a lifter starting out doing uh, a multiply bench for the first time, and he did absolutely phenomenal the whole training cycle. He ended up with a 515-pound bench, I believe, or a 535-pound bench, and um, very impressive lift. And we had uh, one of our Better Benching Academy members, uh, Matt. He actually ended up with a great push-pull day. I think he hit all his lifts. Um, just a phenomenal day. Hit PRs on the, the bench and the deadlift, and we had... Uh, one of our athletes from Oklahoma come down to that meet too, who absolutely killed it on the bench press. Um, hit a 10-pound PR, I believe, on the day. So we'll definitely take that. PRs all around for the team. But myself, uh, not included, I actually bombed out of that Baddest Benchers meet. Uh, could not hit 685. And in that pre- previous um, episode that I talked about, that meet recap, I talked about my, my struggles with um, dropping weight for that meet. I had to drop about 23 pounds total, and I tried to do a steam room. A whole, I tried to turn the bathroom into a steam room by blasting the shower and uh, you know, getting the water really, really hot. And I talked about the, you know, how that went wrong for me and um, didn't even think I would make it to the meet the next day because for some reason... It just completely blew up um, my sinuses or whatever. I was coughing nonstop, sneezing nonstop. Eyes couldn't even open them, watering. Um, I was just happy to be at that meet. So with that being said, uh, I was trying to wipe the bad taste out of my mouth out of that meet and uh, jumped into one early May. May 1st was this past meet. Um, It was up in New Hampshire. It was the RPS vermont new hampshire state championships and uh, i was really excited about this meet just again to get in there feel good not cut weight uh, compete 242 and just have a good day and the plan was the same as the previous meet um, even with lower numbers i was just trying to open with 685 and go from there and ultimately i would love to end up around mid sevens but that didn't really happen for me um this past meet but uh what i was excited about was 
uh, going into this meet, just getting any lift would have been a huge PR for me. And the 685 is a 175-pound single-ply PR for me. Because last time I competed single-ply was back six years ago. And I had a 510-pound bench press. And that was in a Inzer Rage X. So six years later, I'm hoping for a pretty exponential PR. So uh, that definitely, I would say, uh, classifies 175 pounds. I will definitely take that. Um, but yeah, it was a great, great meet. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of younger, newer lifters at this meet, which is always awesome to see. Um, and it's also very humbling to be in a meet as well, where uh, you're by far the strongest bencher there and like everyone is there watching you uh, astonished when you're warming up and you're you're on the platform and was giving you looks um, that's always a cool feeling because I've been doing a lot of meets where you're with the best of the best and you know your bench seems insurmountable to what the actual weight is going up so to do a meet again at like that local level where you know, everyone's in awe of the weight that you're lifting um, is a pretty cool feeling because uh, I have not had that in, in some time now. Um, and it puts things in perspective, like really of where you're at when, you know, you're getting people. It's kind of like when you're powerlifting in general and you go into your commercial gym. I mean, you could be benching three plates, but you look like the strongest guy in the whole place. And, uh, you know, it's always a cool feeling. So that was neat. Um, to get back to to that and people coming up to you like asking hey hey man that's a great bench and you know how how can I get my arch like you and this and that Um, so I always welcome that that's that's a really awesome humbling feeling I feel very grateful for where I've been able to take my bench press um, to to get to that point where you know people people care to ask my opinion just by watching me but um the meet went very well I went to a 685 opener um the venue was was great. Uh, it was a smaller place, but it was at um, a great gym, and uh, you know, plenty of room to to stretch out, do my thing in the warm up room. And we got into the platform six eighty five, and it was a very clean lift. It was a very clean lift. They did red light me on one side for having my butt up a bit, and I've been struggling with that. And I I would say I'm in a big bench rut. As it is right now, you know, like when a hitter goes through a slump, um, I think of Francisco Lindor at the current moment on the New York Mets. He's over 22, getting booed, a big contract guy. But anyways, you know, when a baseball player goes through um, a, a slump at the plate, that's kind of what I'm going through here with the bench press, and I can't put my finger on it. And I've done a podcast episode on that before where it's you know sometimes you have good days bad days but you just can't figure out why things feel off and it's usually because something you've been doing in your technique kind of got out of whack and you're not doing it anymore but you can't put your finger on what it is and that's typically what's going on and that's kind of what I'm experiencing right now like sometimes I'm having training sessions where everything feels on Sometimes I'm in training sessions where everything just feels off and I remember taking my opener the week before this meet too and I uh, took the 685, and I just felt like, man, you know, something's just just feels off with this lift. Like, I just feel like my shoulders are rounded. I'm not able to hold position well, and I just can't put, put my finger on it. And, you know, it's it's tough when you're in a rut like that, but it kind of carried over for me into this meet. The 685, I mean, looked great on video. It looked like a really clean lift, so I was happy it looked good. 
but uh, just fell off to me. And like I said, couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, my coach Jamie was there. He's actually running the meet. He is uh, a New Hampshire, Vermont area guy for RPS. And um, he runs like six meets a year. Um, great meet. So I, I jumped into that one and we were kind of shooting the shit after that, trying to game plan for the next. And I just couldn't put my finger on what fell off, but I knew that something was just off and I was I told him I was we, we trained I was the same bench I would train at when I go up to, to bench at his place and um, it was the same rack height so I was thinking because I felt like I definitely came up with my shoulders on the unrack of that bench press if you go to uh, my Instagram at bench and Benny you can actually see that lift but that initial lift it took me a little while to settle it at the top Felt like my shoulders came up with the weight a little bit. I had to sink it back down and be patient for the, the start command. But um, got a clean press with it. But I was saying, hey, let's let's try to bring the rack height down a little bit. I feel like if I can just kind of prioritize elbow extension, keep my shoulder blades retracted, that, that may help me do that. So that's what we did uh, for the second, and it just it turned out terrible. Um, I just didn't have a great control of the weight. Um, it wasn't a good starting position. My elbows were under the weight, too bent. Uh, took a long time to kind of get out, and I had a hard time extending under the weight. Um, it was just less than ideal. And, you know, pretty much dumped the weight towards my face. You know, luckily he had some great spotters, so it wasn't a big deal. But, um, yeah, it, it didn't go well on the second. So we readjusted for the third. We agreed we'll keep the normal rack height. And, uh, came out a lot better. Um, felt like I had a good hold at the top, but just out of groove coming down with it. Um, seemed like I touched in a decent spot, but then went to throw the weight back, and the groove just wasn't there. Uh, I was just I got a little forward. I was probably out behind the bar, and um, yeah, the press just stalled out. Just couldn't press through it at a certain point, about midway up, really close to lockout. You know, I tried to sell it as best I could, but my elbows just weren't there, and uh, that was the day um you know we went that was 7:15. i attempted twice on the second and the third and just didn't have it that day it was really close on the third but uh yeah 685 is, is what i took for the day and i was really happy with that don't get me wrong i wasn't in a in bad spirits that i didn't hit the 715 you know it is a little bit um discouraging because originally i was going for the uh, all the all time world record single ply two twenty. I wanted to get eight ten, and um, that was the original goal. So it's a little discouraging that you're not anywhere really near that realm. But I also understand, you know, you, progress is progress, and I've always said that and, and preached that to our athletes. And to to come up with one hundred sixty or one hundred seventy five pound PR, um, I'm really overjoyed with that because you know as as you go on in in the sport, even though it's been six years for me then. Uh, since my last single ply bench, I mean, you'll take anything that you can get. Five pound PR, you name it, I'll always be happy getting more, doing more. So um, that's a huge win. You know, I was happy I got a bench in at least. Um, of course, won the weight class. And um, yeah, I was happy with that meet. Uh, I was really happy with uh, getting that lift. You know, I wasn't discouraged at all. I know I'm in a bit of a rut, but I also know the potential for a really big PR is there. Um, you know, I've tripled 810 pounds single ply off of one board, no problem, earlier in the year uh, or later last year. And, you know, I've done 810 pounds doubles 
just shy of the chest with uh, super katana. So I know once I dial things into my training, you know, there's probably a missing element with the training. There's probably a missing element with the technique. And, you know, when you're in a rut, it just kind of spirals. It's like when you start missing hits at the plate, you start to kind of spiral out and you get those over whatever um, droughts. And I'm just kind of in one of those. And, and typically, that's not the case for me in a bench-only meet. Um, you know, I'm usually three for three, two for three at the very least. You know, I'm usually, I, that, that's one thing I kind of hang my hat on throughout my career is that uh, I'm typically going to be very accurate with these lifts and hit a lot of lifts. And, um, you know, for the last two meets, I'm one for six. So not a great average there. But um, in the history, you know, I'm hitting, uh, you know, usually 90%. So, um, you know, just a little hiccup in the road. And uh, I know... The next one, I'll come back stronger. Uh, all this single-ply training is really going to pay off going back to multiply, and I will be in my Inzer SDP, which really feels like home to me. I'm very uh, comfortable in that bench shirt, and I like the pop it gives. It's a very different style of a shirt, so I'm excited to get back into that with my training. Um, I know next meet is going to have some really great results. That's the end of July. And I'm um, just excited to get after it. You know, they gave this single ply stuff a run, up the number quite a bit, and then we're going to get into the multiply, and then we'll come back to single ply. All right, so, um, yeah, I appreciate everyone tuning in, hearing a little bit about the previous meet. Um, usually, I like to make a habit of uh, just meet recapping. And if you are interested in following the training that I'm doing in preparation for these meets, I did record all my training every single week leading up to that Texas meet. I did not this time around, but for the July meet, I am going to be getting back to um, voicing over all my training weeks leading up to this big multiply bench that I want to hit at 242. So um, if you want to check that out, you can get over to Better Benching Academy on bigbenches.com. And that resource is also in there, the coach's log. So you'll be able to hear voiceover from all the training I'm doing week by week, why I'm doing the things I'm doing, um, this and that. So if you're interested in that, uh, I know I gain a lot of uh, great information from watching other people train and hearing their thoughts. So um, that is available for you inside the Better Benching Academy. All right, everyone, I appreciate everyone tuning in, and I will talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.